Hello, and welcome to Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting over episode 8 of Cowboy Bebop. If you'd like to watch along, start watching now. So it sounds like this episode's taking place on the planet of Venus. And it's not immediately obvious where the crew of the Bebop is. You know, that we seem to be focusing on like a uh, some kind of transport ship. Kind of like an airliner, I guess. And uh, judging by the way all those people are looking at their watches, it seems to me like they're planning something. So it looks like some sort of robbery. Alright, so I guess for whatever reason, uh, Spike at least is on this airliner, and uh, the, the robber in question really picked a bad person to single out.
So this guy clearly has a very special package here, considering how he was uh, willing to threaten this guy over it. <laughs> Huey, Louie, and Dewey. <laughs> That's pretty funny. There's some nice banter between Spike and Faye about her gambling habits. So, oddly enough, that guy rushed Spike with a knife. And it seems like it was more of a whim than out of genuine ill will. So this guy is clearly intent on clinging to Spike after witnessing him dispatch the robbers. So much so that he ran down a flight of stairs faster than the elevator Spike was in. So Spike is clearly reluctant to really have anything to do with this guy. Can't say I entirely blame him, but I think he's being a little too recalcitrant here. So, never a dull moment for Jet. He immediately begins tracking down the next bounty for them to acquire. Something tells me it will be related to the main plot of this episode. So Spike's giving him like a little Bruce Lee style martial arts lesson, you know, be be like water and all that.
Alright, so here the plot thickens. At the sight of those three goons, he hands off a package to Spike and says, Meet me somewhere at a later date. Alright, so now the plot really thickens. Bounty doubles if you bring in the whole crew, which uh, Spike's little friend there is a member of. And the plant, which they are accused of stealing, is what he handed off to Spike. So, it sounds like the guy double-crossed his buddies there. For either money or some other reason, because Jet helpfully mentioned that the plant is used to make a special kind of medicine. I believe that's what we call foreshadowing. So it seems to me that this is likely related to that scene with Roko at the, uh, I guess it would be the post office earlier, where the guy said you have to pay extra if you want to ship something out to the desert. Seems to me that this might have been the location he had in mind. Alright, so something's not quite adding up here. Yeah, the woman pulled a gun, and she's fearful, but... I, I don't know, like, the, the way her mannerisms are animated... I get the feeling she's blind. It's interesting how you can tell that just from how mannerisms are animated. I really think that's a testament to Cowboy Bebop and uh, 
Studio Sunrise. I believe it was Sunrise that animated this way back in the day. Alright, yeah, so she's totally blind by her own admission. This seems to be a trope that pops up from time to time about how, I guess, people deprived of one sense gain a sort of sixth sense in terms of being a good judge of character. So the plot continues to thicken further and further. Because it seems like the seeds of that plant were hidden deliberately. And they're very rare, but Spike managed to both find them and lift them. So, sounds like there might be a good payday out of this for the crew of the Bebop either way. Ooh, that's pretty vicious.
So it looks like Roko survived his encounter well enough off. Alright, so Roko kind of proves that he really is a good person. Where, despite knowing that Spike is in fact a bounty hunter, when Spike mentions his sister, he sort of drops the gun. And, uh... He makes a move to try and get Spike out of this mess. So I guess, for better or for ill, the cavalry shows up in the form of Faye Valentine shooting things. You know, despite being solidly outnumbered, Spike is acquitting himself fairly well. And it looks like Roko really learned the lesson Spike taught him, and he manages to sort of hand-to-hand -hand fight his way and... Managed to hang on to the plant. Of course, that uh, that doesn't help him very much in a gunfight. Even in his dying moments, Roko still seems to have a sense of humor. So it seems like Roko is well and truly dead.
Uh, that's much more of a downer than I remember it being. Especially given that we know Roka was risking himself to get the flower for her. Now, it probably wasn't stated explicitly, or if it was, I must have missed it, but it seems to me that Spike probably spent the bounty they got making sure that Roko's sister could have the operation and everything. That makes it a lot more bittersweet than I would have liked. Hurts a little bit. Although, I guess... That's one of the best qualities about Cowboy Bebop. It really, really has a, it, it just hurts sometimes. It's got a real way of making the ending stick. It's like how some of those episodes end with the phrase, you're going to carry that weight. Well, they're not wrong. You are going to carry that weight. So, on a considerably happier note, it looks like next episode is the one where we we're finally introduced to Ed. And with that, we round out the, uh, the crew of the Bebop with its final member. Alright, well, that's all for this episode. Uh, if you've enjoyed this episode, then be sure to tune in for the next episode. See you, Space Cowboy.